0: Have you ever tried listening to stories at bedtime? Do you know that actually a lot of people can be helped with bedtime stories at night? Today, we have Michelle, who is the founder of a popular YouTube channel, Michelle's Sanctuary, Sleep Stories and Meditations. She will share with us her journey of creating sleep stories and help a lot of people falling asleep. Welcome to Deep Into Sleep podcast. I'm your host, Ishan. Let's welcome Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Welcome to Deep Into Sleep podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. Hi, yes. So I know, Michelle, you have a very great YouTube channel to help people uh, sleep. And there's a lot of meditation stories there. Do you want, um, how about you share more about your channel with us?
1: Sure. So I started my channel five years ago. I had been told to take Ambien by a doctor or I had been suggested all of these other more medical things to do. And I realized the real reason I wasn't sleeping was I was thinking too much. And I discovered sleep meditations on YouTube about seven years ago. And I had a problem staying asleep and and going to sleep, but really staying to sleep was the problem. I'd wake up at 3am and my mind was racing. So I discovered these meditations got me back to sleep in about 10 minutes or less. But I also realized what was really helping me were the meditations that had stories because then I felt like I was going on this mental vacation and there weren't a lot of content creators doing that. So I started creating sleep stories that are kind of like a mindful vacation every night. They have a little hypnosis, a little meditation, but they have a story that you get to star in. So that you can use your imagination or beauty and all the wonderful human experiences instead of worry. Because I feel like a lot of us, we don't sleep because we're worrying and we're using our imagination to create anxiety. So I wanted to refocus that so people started using their imagination to relax.
0: Oh, wow. That's very cool. Sounds like from your own struggle of sleep. You discover a way that help you well, and then now you are creating content and channel to help others to sleep better,
1: yeah, exactly. A lot of people hear the word meditation and they think it's work to meditate, that they can't do it, that they can't quiet their mind, it's too stressful, they can't just breathe and I wanted to incorporate meditation, but in a way that's approachable, so people aren't scared. They can, everyone knows how to relax and listen to a story. It starts early on in our childhood. So it's a way to get in there and get these breath exercises to people that they start meditating without trying.
0: How this works for you? I'm curious. Sounds like you had difficulties falling asleep and staying asleep. And I noticed in your channel, a lot of the meditation are um, 15 minutes up to one hour or even longer. Do you notice, like, for you, with this imagination, with the stories, and can guide you somewhere so you can fall asleep easier and stay asleep easier?
1: Yeah, I find for me that it works. And I noticed for my listeners, It's funny because most of them will say, I'm so good. They never hear the story. So most people actually fall asleep in the first 10 minutes, which is the guided meditation. And they, they don't hear the story while they're awake. I'm sure they tune in and out a little because they're in a light sleep at first, but most people keep coming back to hear more of the story. I knew already in my own research for two years of listening how different my dreams were that I remembered my dreams when I would meditate or have a sleep story. And then I woke up feeling more optimistic and rested, as opposed to nights where I was tossing and turning and worrying instead of imagining, you know, the good things that are in a sleep story.
0: Oh. Yes. Yeah, so it sounds like it's not just distract people. It's not just, oh, my mind is racing. Let me not think about it. Sounds like it's also has a power to guide people think differently.
1: Yeah. And every, every story that I have, it's told in the second person. So it becomes a choose your own adventure where basically go wherever your imagination wants to go. I leave a lot of freedom for people to do what comforts them. And I also try and connect people to memories in their own life within the story. So memories of being strong, overcoming something, love, just feeling safe, having a companion, especially during COVID, so many people are lonely or isolated. So in the stories I started introducing companions or anyone, it's your imagination. So these stories aren't like Reading a book, they're kind of like a dream, where in a dream, anything's possible. You can reunite with a loved one who you haven't seen in a long time. And I think for most of my listeners, it's helped them have better dreams and feel connected.:
0: Wow. So that sounds like very cool. You help people relax. Uh, I know meditation from meditation point of view. When we treat insomnia in clinical setting, we also incorporate some kind of relaxation or meditation to help people relax before bedtime, but not really involving a lot of this kind of stories. But the way I really like the way you use this kind of stories to introduce some very important concept to help people imagine better and can do different things in their dream. So when they listen to something before bedtime and then it may show up in their dream,
1: If you think about all, a lot of us have a bad habit now of scrolling on our phone, on social media or the news, and we're absorbing all of these dark things or things beyond our control before sleep. And then people wonder why they're worried, they're restless, they're tossing and turning. I don't think you should scroll at your phone, but for my sleep stories, you do need a phone (laughs) or some device to listen. Um, But I say, tuck it away. Don't look at the light, you know, make sure your room is nice and dark. So that you can just go on this vacation. I like to tell people that they should treat their bedroom like their sanctuary. It's your special place. And when you go there, it is for rest and these mental vacations. And for people who stress with their sleep, I, I remind them when you go on vacation, you're not stressing. You're not going to think about world problems. You're not trying to solve anything. You're going on vacation. So every night when you go to bed, that's your vacation. You get one every single night if you want to go on that journey.
0: Wow, that sounds lovely. Every night, it's something to look forward to, right? We all look forward to vacation. Yeah. So every night, we kind of associate sleep with vacation as a very enjoyable journey instead of a struggle.
1: Yeah, to create stories for Michelle Sanctuary Sunday night. Sunday the night is the night that most people are already getting the concerns of Monday, going back to work. And, you know, I know people who dread Sunday starting Friday night, and they're already thinking, oh, I don't want Sunday night to come. You know, I was like that as a kid in school. I remember that, like, I don't want Sunday night. But now with my listeners, they look forward to Sunday night. They know they're going to get a new story and a special, and a vacation.
0: Oh, that's so cool. So how how do you generate all these uh, stories? I, I noticed you have quite a lot of videos in your channel and very beautiful pictures. You have a very soothing voice in those videos.
1: I started with places that I traveled to and loved, the kind of vacation memories I had that just changed my life. During the past year when I'm not traveling, all the places I dreamt of traveling And then I started experimenting because it is listening to a sleep story is like having a dream. I started doing more surreal things like going into a painting by Monet or um, for some of my clients, Starry Starry Night Van Gogh. Like, how can we go into these other things where we can change form and experiment? Um, I did an under the sea fantasy. What is it like to be a dolphin? I had a listener write to me like, I didn't know all my life I was supposed to be a whale. That's why I'm so unhappy. (laughs) Some are vacations that, you know, are realistic, but I started doing some fantasy too, because some people, even just the realism of this planet is, is stressful to them. So I travel in time with them or I take them to the moon, you know, whatever I can to help soothe people. There's no limitations. That's the beauty of it. The suspension of disbelief is there because we're going into a dream. Yes.
0: Wow. I also noticed you have a lot of followers on your channel. Um, I'm curious. So will your followers, um, your listeners communicate with you, what they concern the most or what they like the most from your stories, your meditation content?
1: I think what they like the most, a lot of them are people who are managing a lot of things in life and they haven't Done anything for themselves, they forgot about self-care. They think worrying and making lists is self-care. They're they're constantly doing, doing. They're like, I'm I am taking care of things. No, they aren't taking care of themselves and their mental health. Um, I have a lot of people with chronic pain issues that have used my stories to help them with that. I've had a lot of um drug rehabilitation centers that have used some of the stories and guided meditations to help. One of my favorite emails that I received was someone who, who had a young girl who was struggling in the facility. She wasn't taking care of herself. She wasn't bathing. She wasn't doing any self-care. And he said, I just want you to listen to two of these. One was a meditation, one, a story from Michelle and just see how you feel next day. And he said, by the end of the week, she was asking for soap. She was asking for things to care for herself. And she started seeing a future, because that's what I try to do in these stories, too, is envision your future. It's, it's unwritten. And your, your dream's a great place to start imagining what you would like your life to look like.
0: Wow. Amazing. I think a lot of people possibly did not realize how powerful our dream could be. It's, it's could, it totally sounds like yes. could it could be a place that where healing starts. I
1: mean, I'm one of those people. I can remember dreams from when I was three. Like I've always been someone who remembered my dreams and they are always very, very powerful. And I helped use them to figure out what I wanted in my waking life. So many people don't remember their dreams and I've been trying to help them with that as well. And I noticed the stories have allowed people to remember their dreams and have good dreams
0: how can you help people to remember their dreams? I am someone often can remember my dreams, but most people don't. And I listened to someone else talking about they want to remember dreams and write down dreams, encourage people to write down dreams. So have you figured out some good methods to help people? I have a lucid dreaming meditation that helps a lot of people that are interested in
1: lucid dreaming. Um, And even if they aren't able to get to that point, they've been more likely to remember their dreams. I do recommend what works for me and has been very calming and soothing is I take a magnesium supplement before bedtime. And I notice I call them my magnesium dreams. But when I take magnesium before sleep, I always have the most beautiful dreams that really help me. and I, I know some of my listeners have noticed when they take magnesium, it helps as well.
0: I see. Yeah, I also know someone have a, a pen and paper beside their bed. When they wake up at a moment when they still remember some of the dreams, even there's part of it, they try to jog something down or draw some pictures down. Later, they, they may remember. I noticed I normally remember my dream the first five to 10 minutes when I wake up. And yeah. then I just go. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you know, I, I do actually, I journal every single morning, usually in Central Park, but I will always start off with my dreams and what I remember, unless I don't want to, sometimes I don't want to remember them. But for the most part, yeah, it's funny. I had a a dream. I, sometimes I don't remember when they come up in conversation, but I've been dream journaling since my 20s. So I, I actually had, I had a boyfriend at one point who thought he'd read my diary And it wasn't my diary. And I was out of the apartment. It was my dream journal. And he thought I was crazy. So first I was like, that's private. You shouldn't be reading that. And he was embarrassed. But he also thought he was terrified. He's like, I don't know what you're writing about about like, that's my dream journal.
0: That's why. Yeah. That's interesting because I I would imagine a lot of people don't know some people like to write down their dream and actually more and more people I heard are doing that. A lot of uh, people in the mental health field are actually doing that. And even for myself, I feel like many of my dreams have really strong healing powers. If I am thinking of something, I worry about something, I going through something, somehow in my dream, it can be very powerfully positive and help me rethink about things and bring very positive light of things for me. And when I rethink about my dreams during the daytime, I find it's very powerfully healing for me. And I don't know whether other people experience the same thing, But to me, I feel like it's definitely beneficial a lot of times to review the dream and write down some of those.
1: It's so beneficial. And for me, because I I now have this long history, whenever I'm going through major changes in my life, I'll go back and read, you know, a year back my dreams. And it's interesting. It's amazing how telling they are. The answers were there. I was writing them down and it took a year for me to process the changes that I need to make. But it's such a good guide, especially now with all this transition in the world, people aren't sure what they want anymore or where their future is going. Dreams are going to give insights like so, so powerfully.
0: Yeah. I also heard last year, I started jogging down some components of my dream last year, possibly because COVID, I have more time at home and start focusing more on my own inside my my own house. And I noticed some of my friends are doing similar things. And uh, I heard some people sharing their stories that last year, many people started having very weird, strange dreams, and it make it more fun to write it down. Feels like a fantasy movie.
1: Yeah, I I think those dreams might continue for the next year. (laughs) it's very hard to define a reality when the reality changes so quickly yeah it
0: isn't that interesting when we are all stuck at home our dreams start going wild and start taking us to very interesting out-of-box places you've been doing this this kind of work for so long how do you like it so far
1: I like it because I feel like it's I, I'm growing in what I'm doing and I advise for people all the time now because I've always been a perfectionist and I would wait to do something when I thought everything was perfect and that was not the right idea. With this, I just started creating because I had that desire and I saw there was a need and I look back at my earlier stuff, I notice it's not the perfect quality but it's still connected with people. If you have something to share that's really going to deeply connect, over time, I learned how to finesse things, how to be a better writer. I, this past year, during the pandemic, so many companies have focused on sleep. So I started partnering with Ultra Humans, a company, a Wondery app, and they asked me to come in and write because I've been doing it so long. And when I started, people thought I was crazy. They're like, what is a sleep story? What are you talking about? So now it's popular. Most people have some idea of what it is.
0: Yeah. Well, you mentioned that to me originally. I was very curious too. I know a lot of people are listening to sleep meditation, but I was wondering for sleep stories, will that get people too excited before bedtime? If they listen to a story, how that can get people to sleep? But I think it totally makes sense when I listen to some of your videos and audios. I think that with your voice, with the content, I can see how that ease people into sleep or help them think about something different during sleep.
1: Right. I used to work um, as an actress in commercials. And so I'd have, sometimes I'd have to be at work at 2 a.m., sometimes 7 a.m. I had an erratic schedule. And that's when I started listening to meditations, And some of them that just kept saying, relax, relax, relax. I'd get mad because I wasn't relaxing. And so it was getting me more excited because I couldn't connect. And that's when I realized these visualizations didn't put that pressure on me. Nobody was telling me to relax. I was just doing it because of the story.
0: Yeah, visualization is such a powerful tool. Actually, it's a powerful tool in psychological treatment as well, not just for sleep, but for other mental health treatment. And for some people, I I know it's difficult for some people, but for a lot of people, if they can imagine, if they can be guided, they can really benefit from it and start liking it.
1: Yeah, I've definitely seen that. And My channel's changed. I was very much focused on guided meditation, but the sleep stories are what people have been requesting the most and what YouTube's kind of discovered as my niche. So that's the main focus for me on Sundays. And now I'm starting to do a Monday morning release so people can wake up in the morning and start their day, right? Because it's the same problem so many of us have. We wake up, we look at our phone, and all of a sudden we take in all the news and all the emails and all that stress starts our day. Whereas I'm trying to get my listeners to keep that vacation energy and relaxed energy so they can set their intentions for the day and week and not let the world tell them what they
0: have to do or think about. Oh, that's great. That's a great idea. I think I need something like that Monday morning as well. (laughs) Cool. So now you're collaborating with some companies and what's the next step you think for your channel? Will you continue doing this work? Yeah. I think I just
1: want to continue to grow, keep the sleep stories as a basis, but I want to explore other things. One of the topics this year, my listeners are interested in is manifesting and letting things flow to them and visualize what they want in their life, especially with all this change. A lot of people are leaving careers that they've had. A lot of friends of mine in the medical industry are leaving because they're burnt out. It's a good time to start to see and imagine the future you want. I always I'm a huge fan of Albert Einstein, and he understood the imagination's powers. We normalize in our conversation in society, worry, anxiety that are all using the imagination. But we don't normalize someone coming to a room and saying, I'm going to have a bed and breakfast on an island and play my guitar for guests every night. People are like, yeah, that's a fantasy. Well, no, that's how it begins. That's how you accomplish life goals is by seeing them. And not afraid of other people judging you for doing that, because that is a really beautiful thing that lets us get to where we want to go. So I'm focusing on that with my channel, manifesting and visualizing the things that you want and not using your energy to worry about what you don't want.
0: Yes. Oh, I love that. Manifestation uh, manifestation is a word I've been noticing a lot last year and this year as well. I heard a lot of people talking about it as well. And even a lot of um, psychics, uh, tarot readers are also encouraged people in order to manifesting what they want. They should try to do more meditation before bedtime or in the morning time. But your way incorporating realization can be even more powerful, sounds like. That time, it's a good time for it.
1: Yeah, I, I was sharing with my listeners this year. I spent months alone in my New York City apartments writing, and in my imagination, there was a time just before Valentine's Day that I was up writing and I just kept seeing. I'm like, I just wish someone would bring me cheese and flowers for Valentine's Day. I just, And I hate buying toilet paper because everyone keeps running out of toilet paper still. And I was like, I just wish it would come to my door. And I went to sleep and I said, you know, tomorrow I'm going to have to go shopping and I will go buy all the things I want. Well, my doorbell rang and I thought it was for my neighbor because I was still sleeping. It was an early delivery. And so I let the person in, went back to sleep. An hour later, I woke up to walk my dog and outside my door, there was a stack of toilet paper there's paper towels, cheese, a bouquet of flowers. Ooh. And I thought it was meant for my neighbor. And then I looked and it was from, it was an Amazon, they delivered to the wrong address. So I called Amazon right away. And I said, this isn't my package. What do you want me to do? They're like, oh no, it's yours. Keep it. We will we we already were informed. If we sent out another package. So everything I was thinking of that night before and wanted showed up at my door and it just made me have that that i'm like it's, a, it's an interesting coincidence you know however it played out but i tell my listeners that like i saw those things and then they were i just said bring them to my door and they were um and i think it's just fun to play with that in your life in your week say there's something that you want it's, i want to find a pair of jeans that fit perfectly and then you just walk in a store and there they are the more you notice these things the more you can realize that you do have some kind of energetic control over them
0: yeah yeah i I was reading the book law Law of Attraction, and they talk about the power of manif- uh manifestation and I find that's very interesting it's uh, something very different from what I have learned before, but I think a lot of people mentioned yes, we want something, we work on that, we pursue it, and then it may happen once we put effort in it, we still need the the energy to be positive it's not just about thinking itself and laying on bed, doing nothing. But we we think we have effort. We are really working towards it. And at the same time, we are attracting the things we want come towards us as well. Going back to Einstein, he would always talk about, you know,
1: your biggest decision in life is do you live in a hostile universe or a kind universe? Because you're going to find evidence of both depending on what you're looking for. We've all had those moments maybe or know people who just say, I'm cursed, I'm cursed. And they keep saying bad things happen to me. And every day they list all the bad things that happen to them. And then it becomes a point where it's just a cycle that they don't get out of. And they just keep confirming what they think the reality is. So I think as much as possible, things are hard now, as much as we can look for the good, look for the kindness and attract that in our lives and also spread it.
0: Yeah, great. Look forward to your new contents. Will you put them on your channel still or you have other plans to put them somewhere else?
1: Yeah, I'm going to put them on my channel. I also work with the app Insight Timer, which is really great for free meditations and sleep. Um, And I'm thinking of offering a course later in the year with them.
0: Great, great. Look forward to it. So if our listeners are really interested in all the content you are creating or if they want to know more about your future course, how they can contact you or find all your information. Sure, they can
1: go to Sanctuary.com. And also all the content I put on YouTube also is on Spotify podcasts. if they want to listen to sleep stories through other outlets like Spotify, Apple Music, any of the main podcast channels, they can also find my meditation.
0: Okay, great. I will put all the information, the links on the show notes. Thank you, Michelle. This is wonderful. I'm so happy to know there are people working on this uh, visualization, sleep stories. I think a lot of people do need that. Yeah. I,
1: my goal was just to help one person. I was like, we all know what one night of sleep is like when it's good. It's the best gift. And I thought if I can get one person to have that, that's enough. So I'm very happy it's grown to what it has.
0: Yes. You start from one baby step and now you realize, wow, it is helping a lot of lot of people. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. So what are some methods you have used to help yourself falling asleep? Leave me a message. Let me know. I will add Michelle's information on the show note at deepintosleep.co. At the end, just want to share, I have launched my online sleep coaching course in Chinese. And next step, I will launch the CBT for insomnia course. So please check it out if you need it. The website is mindbodygarden.com course slash sleep. Also, the wonderful psychologists in my clinic have launched a bunch of online courses, including relationship coach sex coach, and career coach, and parenting coach. We have a lot of these online courses all in Chinese available at our website at mindbodygarden.com slash course. We have a lot of wonderful information in it and a lot of practical tips to help you improve your life, improve your relationship. So check it out. Hopefully you will like it. Thanks for listening to Deep Into Sleep Podcast. I'm your host, Ishan, and I will see you next week. Sleep is an individual thing. We all sleep differently, and there is so much we can do to improve sleep quality. Keep hope and carry on. This podcast is for general informational purpose only and does not include the practice of medicine or other health professional services. Usage of the information we share is at the listener's own risk and our content does not intend to be a substitute for any medical and professional services, diagnoses, and treatment. Please seek professional health services as needed. Are you suffering from insomnia? I promise you, the CBTI method in my course will definitely help you. Even if several nights of better sleep, that would be a world-changing experience for you. I have had so many success from my insomnia patients who have taken this course over the years. If you know someone who is struggling with sleep, go to my website and check out my course at deepintosleep.co forward slash insomnia.